Hey friends, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God, the goodness of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is an hour where we need good leadership, healthy leadership, healthy influence, friends. And regardless of your vocation or your organizational role, or maybe you're retired, if you've got influence over another person, you are a leader and our podcast is designed to help you be a healthy and effective leader. I'm so glad you're with me on episode 168 of Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. Hey, if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There you can find other resources. I lead in a local church context. I'm a follower of Jesus. And so in these podcasts, we often capture themes of faith around the topic of leadership. And you will find many other resources on that website, LanceBain.com. You can stream the podcast from there. Uh, Many of the episodes have some handwritten show notes, and you can also utilize the podcast to communicate with me. I mean, um, (laughs) utilize the website to communicate with me. And you can also uh, subscribe in other places. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts, and other places as well. Hey, today I want to talk about learning is necessary for a leader. Learning is necessary for a leader. If you've listened to our podcast much, we have sort of three mantras that sort of anchor us in sort of our philosophy of why we do a leadership podcast. And they are these. Uh, You can't take people where you haven't been. You can't give away what you don't have. Leaders reproduce who they are, not what they know. And so it's on that foundation I want to talk about today, the need for learning. You know, learning is necessary as a leader, and I've discovered in 30 years of leading that there are certain times and seasons when I have become fairly competent in whatever my leadership role is, and therefore the need to learn diminishes because there's no pressing issue within the leadership uh, zip code, if you will, that's requiring me to expand my borders of knowledge, to expand my borders of pragmatic leadership, the understanding of leadership, and continuing to learn about people, about leadership, about situations. Leadership and learning go hand in hand, and they're necessary. Learning is necessary for the leader. Now, there are, I think, basically two types of people that I'm talking to today. One is what I call the natural learner. I'm a natural learner. Um, in the markets, Buckingham Strength Finders, that was made popular many, many years ago. When I did the Strength Finder, learning was one of my top five strengths. I think learning. I often view circumstances as they're just learning lessons. And they're, you know, of course, circumstances are multifaceted, but pretty much most of the time, I don't want to say all the time, but but the majority of the time, I am thinking about what am I learning? What's going on in my life right now? What lessons should I be learning? And not just head knowledge learning, but, but heart knowledge learning, which we'll talk about in a minute. So there are many of you that I'm talking to today are natural learners. You just sort of see the world through a learning lens. 
The second group of people are what I call intentional learners, meaning it's not intuitive for you to think about learning. You're gifted and wired and made differently than that, but you value learning. And so maybe for you, it has to be intentional. You need to uh, prompt yourself maybe daily or weekly or on some sort of regular basis with the kind of questions that prompt for you uh, intentionally to lean into learning where others may have those questions more embedded within their hardwiring. And so they do it more out of intuition, but some of us need to do it more out of intentionality. So whether you are an intuitive learner, something that comes to you very natural, or you are an intentional learner, something that you need to structure within your leadership environment. Learning is necessary (laughs) for all leaders. And I want to give you today four questions that I believe are very valuable to help you begin to contemplate and reflect upon your own learning environment. Not necessarily what you're learning, but more broader a framework of questions that can, I think, really help you develop the kind of construct that will support really great learning. All right, here's question number one. What are you learning? What are you learning? This is a great question to ask because if you're intuitive, this question may be a little more important because you're often learning and don't even realize you're learning. And you're picking up things you're not really sure that you're even picking them up. Like it just almost happens to you subconsciously. And you don't think as much about what you're learning as our intentional learning friends. Because it's not as intuitive for them. (laughs) Often what they're learning is very much intentional. They're aware of it. They've sought it out in books, podcasts, online learning forums, mentorship, coaching, um, apprenticeships, hands-on learning environments they might have a better handle on what they're learning. The intuitive learners, we need to be a little more thoughtful about that. And why is this important? It's important because you're learning something. And as we said in the beginning, learning is something that we weave into the very fabric of who we are. And we reproduce who we are, not what we know. But what we become, learning is a part of that. Learning is formational and it is transformational to the heart and to the mind, to the character, to the competency, to the skills, to the motives, to the attitude. And so we want to be very, very purposeful about that. So this requires some awareness about what you're learning, taking time to think about what you're learning, whether you're intuitive or intentional, journaling what you're uh, learning, writing it down in some sort of forum you are documenting what you are learning. You also uh, want to pay attention to um, research, you know, select what you want to be learning. Be be more intentional about that, regardless of your leadership bent. You want to be very purposeful about that. And so do some research with online learning. Or I just did a simple little search in Apple Podcasts and on the learning leader. Oh man, so many podcasts populated that search. There's so many wonderful resources available for you. So be aware of where you need to learn. Be aware of what you need to learn. Conversations with friends, reflection and feedback, maybe a job or a task, 
Maybe something like that is exposing that area where you need to grow. So do some research. Be intentional about what you're selecting, what you're looking at, what you're hoping for. Be very, very intentional about that and document it. As I say, write it down. So question number one, what are you learning? Question number two is who's teaching you, all right? This is really important because if we believe that leaders reproduce who they are, not just what they know, there's something uh, transcendent, I think, that almost is not just communicated, but released, if I might use the word, an impartation that is deposited within you. Uh, So much of our learning in the West is about facts and it's about head knowledge. But I believe real effective learning gets beyond the head and it gets down into the heart. The soul is touched in learning. The emotions are touched in learning. I love great learning environments when they spark enthusiasm, when they create hunger to learn more, when they create desire for application, when a person's dreaming is expanded. And and not only is it expanded, but it starts to feel like, man, this is possible. It is within reach. That's an amazing learning environment. The soul is being touched. It's not just filling the head with facts. And I believe who's doing the teaching can sort of release a transcendent substance that's beyond words and beyond facts and beyond knowledge, beyond data, and even beyond their own personal experiences and testimonials of leadership. There's something transcendent about that. So I think we need to be careful about those that we're learning from. There are wonderful people out there who are teaching things that I'm not always comfortable by who they are or their character or their moral compass or their moral authority. And and while they might be saying something factual, do I really want the essence of that person released? And do I want to give influence of my heart and my life, my mind, my attitude to this individual? So it's not just what you're learning, but it's also who's teaching you. Now, you know, if you enter into the podcast world and books and things like that, if it's outside of a relational context, like a mentor, a coach, or apprenticeship, or something like that, you move into the more information area of learning, podcast, books, articles, online articles, things like that, then you kind of lose a little sense of who's teaching you. But I think you can still do some research. You can still check that out. Don't just look at one blog. Maybe look at multiple blogs. See what the reviews are about the book. If the author has a web page, look at their web page. Maybe they give you a history of themselves and things like that. I think that's really important that we need to be a little more mindful of who's teaching us. What it really says is the quality of my soul and what I'm learning is valuable enough that I'm not just going to expose the soil of my heart to any old Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes along with some idea. And I want to be selective about that, and I would encourage you to do that as well. Here's question number three. How are you learning? This is a good question. How are you learning? You may be saying, "Mm, I'm not sure how to answer that question, Lance. 
what do you mean? How am I learning? Well, I'm listening to a podcast while I'm driving my car between appointments or I'm reading a book uh, very disciplined, you know, three, four five times a week or maybe every night. I'm reading a book to grow and to learn, to expand my thinking, to expand my heart. Or you might say, how am I learning? I'm learning through relationships. I have a mentor. I have a coach. I have a life coach or a professional coach or a health coach or something like that. Yes, all yes to all of that, friends. <laughs> yes to all of that. I think those are great ways to sort of answer the how are you learning question. What I want to answer this question for us in this way. This is the answer I would want you to give if you and I were sitting down and having a coffee together. How are you learning? You would say by applying what I'm listening to, by applying what I'm hearing in conversations, by applying what I'm picking up in my reading, by applying what my coach or my mentor is uh, offering me and what they're encouraging me to do. I heard one guy say, A.R. Bernard, who pastors a wonderful church in New York City, doing some great things for his community. Very, very large church, maybe the largest church in New York City. A.R. Bernard said one time, he said, real learning happens in the place of application. I love that. And I've carried that as a real core value, which is oftentimes why in many of our podcasts, I suggest things to do. Like here's ways that you can apply this learning because I don't want you just to be able to say, oh, Lance said this. I want it to transform and bring formation to your own leadership journey. So there's an evolution and a transformation to the very essence of who you are, your character, your charisma, your competency, your heart, hand and head skills are all upgrading and really being fortified because you're not just learning facts, but you're really applying these truths. How are you learning? Application. The second way, if we were having a coffee, I would want you to answer this question is this way. This is my great friend, Lawrence Babin, lives in Austin, Texas area, successful real estate agent, real estate company, owner of a real estate company, construction company. Great guy. Awesome guy. He and his wife, Danielle, wonderful, wonderful family. He has taught me this little proverb, if you will, which is not that uncommon, but I want to share it with you about how are we learning repetitiously. Repetition is the price of knowledge. That's what I learned from Lawrence. Repetition is the price of knowledge. How many times have you read something that was so good, but you never go back and read it again? For many of us, when we're reading or we're listening, we're not on a deadline. We don't have to finish a book by a certain time, generally speaking. I mean, maybe we're in a book club or something like that. But for most of us, we're reading at our own pace. We're listening at our, at our own pace, at our own pleasure, where we can fit it into our busy lives. And I would encourage you to, man, a podcast or something, a book or article or something your uh, mentor has said really spoke to you, write it down. Go back and read it again. Go back and listen to it again because repetition is the real price of knowledge. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times probably you and I have passed up gold in the world of wisdom and just completely forgot it because we didn't write it down. We didn't document it somehow. We didn't go back to it. And so when I ask the question, how are you learning? Not just what are you learning and not just who's teaching you, but how are you learning? I would just ask you friends to consider how are you applying? In what ways are you applying what you're learning? And how are you creating repetition in that area? Because repetition is the price of knowledge.
Okay, question number four. This gets back a little bit to the previous question. How are you learning? But we want to take it a step further. Fourth question is, who are you teaching? <laughs> exactly. Because learning can't stop with you. Knowledge and the attainment of knowledge, heart transformation, heart knowledge, head knowledge, it can't stop with you. And so you need to be passing this on to other people. Now I can hear some of you saying, Lance, I'm not a teacher. I, who would I pass it on to? I don't have those kind of relationships. Find them. Uh, begin to volunteer in a local not-for-profit organization that maybe works with um, people who in literacy programs or financial programs or get involved in a local religious organization that's constantly needing volunteers to work with their children, to work with their teenagers, to work with other people. Get involved in a team at a local organization. Join a book club. F start a book club. Find ways that you can take what you are learning, integrate it into your own life, and then begin to release that to other people through different forms of teaching. Uh, there was a, a sort of diagram I sort of stumbled upon years ago in a moment of reflection, and we've, I believe we've talked about this in previous podcasts. I'm sorry I don't have the episode number. I'm just thinking of this as we're going through this. And, and, but here's the idea that uh, sort of imagine at the 12 o'clock on a clock, and we're going to work around the clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5, all the way back up. And here are the words starting at the top of the clock. Uh, preparation. You need to prepare yourself to learn. And so be open, be teachable, be hungry. But preparation leads to revelation. Some truth is revealed to you. Some knowledge is revealed to you. Revelation is an impartation. So something is deposited within you. Revelation is an impartation for integration. you got to begin to integrate this. Renew the mind. Renew the heart. Renew the attitude. Develop some new things. Revelation is an impartation that with integration leads to transformation. We actually begin to change internally. A change is happening on the inside. And transformation leads to manifestation. Your attitude changes. Your vocabulary is being upgraded. Your confidence is being boosted. The way you live and carry yourself is really changing for the better. And so that you actually become a manifestation of the original revelation. It's not just a fact anymore, but it has formed you. It has been woven into the very fabric of who you are, and you're fundamentally different because of your learning. Learning is meant to help us experience and become the better version of ourselves. And friends, we are in the ultra information age, but it's not just having information because knowledge alone puffs up. But it's a knowledge that transforms the heart, that renews the mind, that strengthens the hand for leadership. I love in the famous Psalms of the Bible, Psalm 78, 72, began to speak of King David of Israel. And it says that David led them with skillful hands and a shepherd's heart, integrity of heart with a shepherd's heart. And I love that, friends. That's what we're talking about in learning today. Skillful hands, but also a transformation of the heart. Four questions. What are you learning? Who's teaching you? How are you learning? And who are you teaching? You can do it, friends. Give away what you are learning. Learning is necessary, whether you're an intuitive learner or an intentional learner. Learning, learning is necessary for every leader. Hey, thanks for listening today. 
I would really love it if you would take some time to leave a review on wherever you may be listening. Also, leave us a rating. Doing that helps us get more noticed in the world of podcasts. And would you share this with a friend? Hey, I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Stay healthy, stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you soon.